calling you Hello, and welcome to Watch Party, or Movie Watch. I think that's what it's called, Movie Watch. I'm Luke Gonzalez, joined joined by John Seiler. Hi. uh, John Scott. I like Watch Party, but that's just me. Uh, uh, And (laughs) Ryan Fritz. I just don't ever remember what it's called. And called it Watch Party in the beginning. Yeah. I do, I, maybe I should just change my font. <laughs> I think that's what Netflix calls it, right? Netflix calls it Netflix Party. Oh. Disney calls it Group Watch. Okay. So, yeah, we were just talking because we pivoted um, kind of in like a vote situation from John Carter because it's an extra half hour long than our movie that we're doing. And kind of a combo from like Pope Sci-Fi, which this movie is into October where we are into kind of like horror comic booky kind of stuff and people in the kind of genre. So we are watching the 1996 Tim Burton's Mars Attacks. Explanation. We we already know that we've done like horror comic trilogies on this movie watch podcast, but this is more like pulpy horror comic stuff. Uh, Yeah. Much like Disney, we dumped our franchise of choice. (laughs) For another sci-fi pulp uh, series. I do want to say that we will come back to John Carter at some point, but... Uh, Yeah, we will circle. I'm sure at some point we'll do, like, a box office bombs. (laughs) One. Uh, Are we we stealing... Blue, are we stealing from movie dumps here? Is that what you're telling me? uh, We'll rename it something else, but, like, yeah, everybody does their thing. Um, So, what what would that be? John Carter, Waterworld, and Cutthroat Island? Uh, I was going to say John Carter, but you just do all Disney ones. John Carter, Tron 2, and uh, Tomorrowland. Uh, Tomorrowland, uh, yes. Tomorrowland, yes. No, you can't You can't do a list like that without having the biggest Disney bomb of all time of Marcy's Moms, which is utterly unimaginable and grotesque and scary. Okay, we could feasibly do a Mars trilogy from Disney. John Carter, Mission to Mars, and Mars Needs Mars Moms. Mars Needs Moms? Okay, uh, you actually, that might be a fun thing to write down because it's so random. Instead, yeah. Mission to Mars can be Little Toaster Goes to Mars. Wait, is the that brave, a thing? The Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars? Yes. Oh, I've seen yeah, the original one, not the second. That's a sequel. Wait, yeah, there's yeah. a sequel. Oh, I never I seen the sequel. I've always yeah, seen no. the original. I love that movie. To Mars. Brave little toast. Brave little toaster goes to Mars is great. Um, so we were talking, and we like had to get uh, the robot in to record us. I'm just like, is this the tipping point for Tim Burton's career? I say no. I say it's the first crack in the armor. Yeah, I think this and Sleepy Hollow are him on the other side of like if you're if you're looking at like a mountain, like Sleepy Hollow and Mars Attacks to me are like on the other side because he's done Batman Returns. He does you know he goes Beetlejuice. I, he basically starts at the top like once he put Beetlejuice. Edward Scissorhands is up. Uh, Batman's or Batman Edward Scissorhands. Batman Returns, although it's a goofy movie. Is still up, Ed Wood, and then Mars Attacks is like a dip. 
Uh, well, before okay, we continue, so- really quickly, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just want to point out, uh, Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars is on Disney Plus, so we should absolutely do that one, along with Mars Needs Mobs and John Carter. I'm just saying. All right, yeah, write that uh, down, John. I will. Uh, the the thing about this movie is like I think this is like the kind of like the first because it's like he just has like that in Murder's Row like Beetlejuice, Batman, Scissor Hands, like Batman Returns, Pee Wee Herman. Be- well, yeah, yeah, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Uh, but you know it's like Batman Returns, which I you know think is incredible. And then like Ed Wood was like this huge. It's a um, huge movie. It, like, it's, it's not like a huge monetizing movie, but it's like the movie where it's like he gets like a war, like he gets like award nominations for it. Like Mars Attacks is like kind of like I think like the most like kind of like uncut Tim Burton, like outside of maybe like Batman Returns. We've seen a. Oh, before. I see. I think that of Sleepy Hollow. I. Uh, but like I, th- but like Sleepy Hollow, I think it's like, like, like you know, it made made money. Most people, like, really liked it. I think it's still fondly remembered as, like, you know, kind of like a 90s Halloween staple. Um, and then it's, like, you have, like, Planet of the Apes. And it's just, like... That's what, that, that's his, like... And the- Ed, Ed, what is his movie, like, for the Academy? And Planet of, his, Planet of the Apes is his movie for the bank account. Yes. <laughs> but, like, it's, but it's fine because it's like he never got out. Like it's like he's Oh, he's then done, he continues that kind of. He's he's done like a big fish, which I think is like really good. And then he did like a Sweeney Todd, which was like you know, it's well, like six years later. But yeah, it's well like, in between Sweeney Todd, it's like he does Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's a that's a big bad. that's a paycheck. Corpse Ride is him is biting bad. off of himself. Well and it's then, not even Corpse Bride is not even like him biting off him himself. Like it's him trying to do what Henry Selleck did, and it's yeah. like because like you know he gets like all like kind of the recognition for like a nightmare now a, a nightmare before Christmas when he shouldn't. I mean, I love the but movie, it's not, but it's like he did character designs and he did some other stuff. It's, for it, it's but, his like, it's his aesthetic, which is the whole thing around it. Yeah, but it's like you know it's like all the all the price goes to like Henry Selleck for that, and he tries with like the Corpse Bride. The songs aren't as good. The story's kind of not as good. Yeah. You know, and then... And, and then but yeah, that is just, like, bomb. Like, it's Sweeney Todd didn't that bomb? No, uh, Sweeney Todd did well. Yeah, Sweeney Todd did well. It got, Alice, like, awards, too. Alice but, in like, Wonderland. Yeah. And then they what it shouldn't have been. Yeah, Dark Shadows tanked. Tanked badly. Uh, Frank, Frank and Weedy, I've heard good things. Yeah. Frank and Weedy was good. Frank and Weedy's, like, yeah. fine. It's like then, not. It's Frank. You want Frank and Weed to be. It's like Corpse Bride. It's like he wants. Well, you to be want that story. Then he does his other like. Then he goes back to kind of what he did with Ed Wood and does the one for the Academy and does Big Eyes, which is a bi like a biopic about Margaret Keene, the uh, people with big eyes paintings. Yeah, and then it's like Mega Bomb and Mega Urbomb in Miss Pettigrew's Home for Peculiar Children, which is him That's trying to do. Yeah. That's yeah, like, he's, he's he's trying to do like a like a Harry Potter ish. It's like, like yeah, Harry Potter slash Hunger Games thing, but Tim it, Burton. It's funny and, because like I've always heard that movie described as him trying to do X Men. That's a good. That's that's accurate as well. Yeah, I, 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 bet, it's, I bet it's very X Men Harry Potter because of the ages because they're kids. Yeah, I, I mean, like I never saw it because like really after like Dark Shadows and Frankenweenie, I was like, you know, what? I'm I'm kind of done with this guy. Yeah. I guess the reason I think more of Sleepy Hollow is because I think him going, him and Johnny Depp re-teaming up for that movie is what traps them together for forever. 
from like all the other bad movies they do together. Well, I feel like I feel like to be fair with Sleepy Hollow, like Sleepy Hollow I personally think is good, but for he's had maybe I think besides Sleepy Hollow and Edward Scissorhands and Ed Wood, Sweeney Todd's probably the only good thing he did with him because Dark Shadows sucks. Alice in Wonderland sucks. I haven't Isn't seen Corpse Johnny Bride. Depp and Ed Wood? Yeah, Johnny uh, Depp was Ed Wood. And like, yeah. and, and like Johnny Depp's like not bad in Corpse Bride. Like really, like Corpse. I I, I think Corpse Bride is kind of bad, but it's like not. It's not awful. Like it, it's 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 like you again. It's like you want it to be better than it is. Also, I think Wikipedia is wrong because it's telling me he's directing Animorphs, and I say bullshit because there's no proof of that. Oh, the only thing it says on IMDb is Beetlejuice two, which that's been in development for years though. Um, years is an understatement for like multiple decades. decades. Yeah, yeah, like you can. I think it's their only live show. Like the best movies never made. They did a reading. Uh, and talking through Beetlejuice Goes to Hawaii, the script. And it's not good. Okay, so this <clears> is funny. <throat> I'm looking on this right here, and it, he, he was an animator on Tron and The Fox and the Hound and The Black Cauldron. But Who? it says for Tim Burton. Tim Burton was an animator on The Fox and the Hound? And is an artist for The Black Cauldron and an animator on Tron for news credits. Yeah, it says uncredited animator for yeah the lord of the rings in 1978 box in the hound 1981 tron 1982 i do want to point out i find it really funny catwoman has enlisted as participant <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious we have to do that movie one day uh and then <sighs> and then like you know hey his last movie dumbo which is you know less said, yeah probably that's better. the yeah that's like his biggest bomb to date like just ugh. Dumbo. Dumbo was just okay. It wasn't yeah. the worst thing ever, but it was fine. Wow. Is, like he he like fell into this trap where he works with like I feel like you think Tim Burton. I feel like there's three actors you think of. It's Johnny Depp, Helena Bonham Carter, and then third is Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are we sure and it's not, uh, Danny Elfman? That's the fourth. Oh well, Danny yeah. Elfman's the non-actor. Yeah, that he's in everything with. But yes. Uh, much like Guillermo del Toro, Tim Burton has his own Wikipedia page for unrealized projects. Oh, really? There are yeah. a lot. Oh, that would be. I'm gonna click Tim Burton because I do want like we do have like a bit of time. We got to start a little early. Um, we could talk about some of this stuff before we watch this movie. Now, I have not well, seen this movie. Let's see, it's 1996, so that's 24 years ago. Wait, you haven't oh. seen Mars Attacks? No, I have. I have not seen it in 15 years at minimum. Oh, he tried making uh, Jurassic Park. Okay. Can you drop me a link to that? Well, that was... Yeah, so like, he was, he was in talks to do it when it was like for sale, but then Universal picked up the film rights and seems Spielberg went on making it. But like, there's like an alternate world where we got Tim Burton's Jurassic Park, which I imagine would have been wild. Oh, apparently we missed somebody that he worked with a bunch, and that is Christopher Lee is in six of his films. Yeah, Christopher yeah, Lee. Yeah, he's like the dad in like uh Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He's in Oh yeah, because they do that a whole weird backstory that the dentist is... thing. Yeah, yeah dentist. Weird. 
Okay, so I will say the best thing Nicolas Cage has done recently, if you haven't seen it, The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened, uh, is one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Superman Lives is on this list, too. Yeah, because, yeah, that, well, and he was, there were supposed to, there were supposed to be two, one movie, the one we watched, killed three franchises. Because they were supposed to spin off and do a Nightwing movie, the Nicolas Cage Superman movie, and then continue with Batman. Um, also looking at this, like, his movie list, we could possibly do a trilogy of Burton movies at some point. Um, of, like, uh, a, oh, for, like, Halloween? Well, for, like, something else, like a good movie, a middling movie, and then a terrible movie. So Planet of the Apes or Alice in Wonderland, got it. Which uh, Planet of the Apes did he do? Because I'm, like, the thinking Marky of... Wahlberg one. The, the Wahlberg Mar- one? Yeah. yeah. Really? That yeah. didn't yeah. seem like him at all. Yeah, do you know well, why? Yeah, because you know who plays the main female ape? Helen Bunker. Helen Carter, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the only other female in all of his movies? Yeah. Alright, so I'm looking at his other problems. Uh, Tim Burton, he did want to do a Lost in Oz TV show, a movie based on Ripley's Believe It or Not with Jim Carrey, A Nightmare Before Christmas 2, a Planet of the Apes sequel, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, a Batman musical, a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory musical, which they already did. Isn't uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory already a musical? Or is it just has like... It was a separate yeah. one. But the, well, one... the only one of these um, I, I like that seems interesting to me is Tim Burton's like Lost in Oz, like him doing an Oz movie. Well, it's a TV be... show. Oh, it's a TV uh, show. It's, he also it's did uh, say, it's Adam say that because because I'd be more interested in Batman the musical. Like a Batman stage musical sounds rad. I mean, there's a Batman live show with like the stunts and everything that exists. I, w- I would only like that is if Batman doesn't sing and he doesn't even like talk. He just is there. I'm putting this down, by the way, in the thing we have for uh, trilogy ideas where we just look at live shows, like really bad, like live shows that are ripped from uh, like, uh, like Pokemon, the live show or Spider-Man turn off the dark if we could find a good or copy. Turtles coming out of their shell. Uh, or whatever it is. I uh, have that. I have that on vinyl. Of course <laughs> you do. Of course you do. Uh, uh, let me see. He was supposed to do the Adams Family movie. Like a stop motion uh, one. Hunchback of Notre Dame. He was gonna do a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, the fifth one, but he chose to do Frank and Weenie. Alright. Well, I just wanna no. get us started on so we are watching Mars Attacks. This movie is like the most ensemble-y movie of all time. I don't know how else to describe it. Like the cast list is insane. So I'm just gonna rip through the names. So Jack Nicholson, Glenn Close, Annette Benning, Pierce Brosnan, Danny DeVito, Martin Short, Sarah Jessica Parker, Michael J. Fox, uh, Rod Tom Stanger, Jones. Tom Jones, Lucas Haas, Natalie Portman, Jim Brown, uh, Lisa Marie, uh, Christina Applegate, Joe Don Baker, Pam Greer, Paul Winfield, Jack Black, um, Ray, Ray J, J, Frank Welker. Frank Welker. I skipped some names because I wasn't sure. Like, I have to They're look. Not big names compared to some of the other cast members in here, but yeah. Well, there's also like some people who were like like horror people. I think that he put in there, like how Joe Don Baker makes it. I think some of the other people, um. And the whole the whole point of the movie is if Ed Wood was Burton's 
homage to the man who made those kind of movies. Mars Attacks is an homage to those actual movies. That's, yeah. And kind of that whole, like, what would you say, like, 40s sci-fi? Again, 50s. like, this like 50s, 50s. sci-fi. Like, there, so these were, like, all the designs for the Martians is all come from, like, these pulp cards that became books. Um, I remember owning some of these cards, like, not these cards, but, like, cards like these, but they were, like, a dinosaur kind of version. Um, but these were a thing all the way up, I feel like, until maybe the early 90s, until, like, maybe Pokemon wiped this kind of concept out of, like, um, these I, actual trading cards. Yeah, I remember uh, getting, like, because they were big in comics. Like, you would buy a comic book, and they would have, like, collectible trading cards with them. Like, X-Men and Spider-Man were super big into that scene. Um, yeah. I think and, it's also, like, kind of, pro- like, proto-Garbage Pail Kids for anybody that's old enough to even remember that. That's which kind will, of in the shame which, vein. Uh, which I am, like, putting my foot down. We will never watch Garbage <laughs> Yeah, I'm putting my foot down, too. I'm vetoing that immediately. No. Yeah, no. Which movie? Garbage Pail Kids. Oh, yeah. No, no. I think everyone's just like, no, no, no. That's too bad. But, but yeah, it's, like, funny. Like, I... I like, I think you're, like, kind of right in certain ways where, like, I think, like, stuff like Magic the Gathering and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon kind of unsurped, like, the idea of having, like, just, like, collectible cards. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's and, that and, still- and the whole, like, the bottom falling out of the collecting business. Because I think what happened is, like, oh, people collect sports cards. Let's make those things, but for people who don't like sports. And, and then... And I also think, like, collectible cards also got replaced by blind bags and blind boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah. The blind bags are now, like, owned all that shit. But, yeah, they were the same thing. Um, But, yeah, I think, like, yeah, they just kind of got pushed out. And because I don't remember any of that stuff past, like, maybe, like, when I was in kindergarten or first grade. And that's, like, 91, 92. I feel like Pokemon hit when I was like in fifth grade. It was like Pogs and stuff for a minute, and then Pokemon just destroyed everything. But um, why don't we kick off this movie and then we could talk about all of this stuff? Because there's there is a lot in this movie. So John, if you want to count us off. Alright, y'all prepare to hit the play button in three. 99, 98. Oh wait, you you John. Go 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 ahead. All right, y'all. So let's hit that play button in three, two, one, go. All right, got Warner Brothers, Time Warner Entertainment Company. Um, I always love when studios do this whole thing where they add like something into the extra logo. It's a little extra. Four miles outside of Lockjaw, Kentucky. I actually, I want to say when I was reading the cast list. I did not remember Jack Black being in this movie, and I feel like there's ten movies I forget that Jack Black is in that I've seen so many times. Jack Black's well, in Waterworld. Yeah, and... yeah. Wow. That's something. Like, I, I get the joke, and I don't mind it. Oh, I don't remember this at all. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember this movie being, like, 
really dark in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, this movie like, is like super dark, but that's insane. I don't remember this opening intro at all, though. That's a way to open a movie. I like the old sci-fi UFO. Oh, yeah. Um. Now, you were saying about Jack Black. I just I looked him up. He was in Waterworld and NeverEnding Story 3. Yeah, he's like a bully in uh, NeverEnding Story. Which is one of the worst wow. movies I've ever seen. It's what? it's like the fourth one How now. Dare you. It's like he he, oh. like he takes the book and like he like starts writing in the book to become a villain. Oh, it's yeah. not the first one. Okay. No, no, no. It's the third uh, one. So this it's opening, like straight to VHS. Yeah, I'm looking online. So this opening sequence from when the ship left Earth and went to Mars is all CGI, five thousand frames long, and was created by uh, ILM. That's cool. Like all of this opening stuff is ILM. Oh, there's that. There's that. Uh, Danny Elfman score. Riley Portman. Yeah, yeah I this, score, was in this. this score fucking rocks. Danny Elfman? Are you? You mean Oingo Boingo's Danny Elfman? From my heart and from my head. Why don't people understand my yeah. intentions? I don't remember Christina Applegate in this movie. I haven't seen this movie, and I don't think since high school. Yeah, because. Uh, Natalie Portman is the first daughter, I think, right? Yeah, that's think, correct. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's cool. I like yeah. calling that one. So, yeah, every song is done by Danny Elfman except for two, which is It's Not Unusual by Tom Jones and Indian Love Song by Slim Whitman, which is the one that we all know. Wow, you went to from they look like eyes or boobs. Take your pick. Oh, they're eyes. Eyes or nipples? Hmm. So I'm looking online. So this movie was, I would it was a flop. It like just made its money back. So they spent eighty million on it. Twenty million is apparently they spent on marketing, and it made one hundred one. Ooh, you're, tell, you're telling me a movie where a herd of cows are set on fire within the first five five seconds, like people weren't that receptive to it in 1990. Well, the reason why they didn't make their money back is because of this cast list. Like it's. It's packed. Uh, I mean, for for a budget of seventy million, I imagine a lot of these also like work for scale, just so they could be a part of like. Oh, a... I don't even think I said Martin Short's name before, did I? No, but he is in this. The casting list in this is like perfect, though. Like everybody for who they are, like as a trope. When was Goldeneye? 95. 93. So, oh. wow. So he is, like, Bosnian's like, this is the thing he does after Goldeneye? Pretty much, yeah. And then I think he went right into uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. 
Yeah, after this, yeah. he does. Uh, Dante's Peak and Tomorrow Never Dies in the same year, and Robinson Crusoe. Yeah. He's a busy man. Oh, is, Quest for Camelot, I forgot he was in two. Is Sex in the City on at this time? Uh, let me no. see. No, oh, it's two years early. It's two years before it. That's what I thought. 98. Yeah, 98. So this is after, because Sarah Jessica Parker's in Ed Wood, which is why she's in this movie. And then... More importantly, this is before Dudley Do-Right, which is her... Well, this is a couple years after Hocus Pocus. Oh my god. This has got to be, how many? Three before Phantom. I was going to say, like, how long is this after The Professional? Ooh, uh, let me check. And Glenn Close, I think, just had uh, two this years. And Glenn yeah. Close had this and 101 Dalmatians in the same year. Yeah, so this is two years after the professional for Natalie Portman. I'm looking for Michael J. Fox where he's at because this is one of the last things he does. He this does. Is the, this is the Frighteners the same year. Yeah, he does Homeward Bound two, Frighteners, and Mars Attacks in the same year, and that's based. This is. Uh, oh, no, this is when he starts Spin City, basically. The Frighteners? You mean the best? Uh, oh, I love Jack that movie. movie? Um, you know, if we could find that movie, I would love to do that for the horror, if we can, as a suggestion. Oh, I never even thought about it, but I love that movie. That movie's fantastic. That movie's also, like, two hours and 30 minutes. Oh, man, is it really? It's 110. It, How dare you? It's, it's a Peter Jackson movie. Of course, it's like over two hours long. Okay. Hang on. No, I read it right here. It's 110 minutes. It's not three hours. That definitely could go for the list, because I think the only ones we have down are like... Demon Knight. Vampire in Brooklyn, Demon Knight, and... That's it. Yeah. Uh, for those people who don't know sports, that is Jim Brown, who's still alive. He's like 98 years old. Uh, former running back of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I think he played in like when they had leather helmets. <laughs> and I believe, oh man, I have to check. Because um, when they did, they did a movie based on his college teammate. Is that also and- Jack Nicholson? Yeah. Yes, he plays two different characters. What? Yep. I don't remember this. I don't. Re- I didn't know Annette Bening played that character. Because she plays like the ditzy hippie chick, doesn't she? Yeah. And Nicholson actually looks completely different. I feel like he's dressed like um. Oh my God! What's his name? Who like just died? Um, from Smokey and the Bandit. Burt Reynolds. I think yeah. that's the point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he's like goofing on Burt Reynolds because he's dressed like him. I actually never knew that it was also Jack Nicholson. <laughs> you can't tell by like his teeth. <laughs> those are Jack Nicholson teeth. Uh, those that smile kind of made it obvious. 
I love how like the if you like pina coladas is in the background. Oh wow. Oof. <laughs> hey, Sarah Jessica Parker's former or not yet uh I guess she met him here and cast him in Sex in the City. Cause he's a big character in Sex in the City. I love Michael J. Fox playing this character because he never plays this character. What, evil Marty McFly? Yeah, but like, no, like evil kind of like high up business kind of guy. Like he's always kind of like the nice guy. The only thing which I really liked, it's a show that got canceled by Netflix, which... Netflix can go fuck itself like Hanson Glow. Um, he was in the last season. I think it was the last season. No, it was the second to last season of Designated Survivor as this like Southern shitty attorney, and he was awesome. Oh, hey, look, here's the Tim, Bur Tim Burton uh, aesthetic. It's a teenage girl that's emo. Her name is Taffy. Jesus Christ, she's a child. And she's two years older than she is in The Professional. Well, if Christina Ricci was still young, I bet she would have been cast as the child, uh, the first daughter. Not Christina Ricci. Who's the... Uh, no, yeah, the Christina Ricci. Oh, oh, I, oh, Winona Ryder. Yeah, Winona. Oh, yeah, he replaced Winona with Christina Ricci. Oh my god, Danny DeVito's playing his character from Romancing the Stone. Matilda. Oh no, I was thinking <laughs> Matilda. Matilda. I was gonna say, Dan we talk about Danny DeVito is playing Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> He's just Frank. It's like it's like he could also have just been Frank. Well, the only character that he's ever like done anything like extra with is like the penguin, and it's because it's so not that like. It would have actually been interesting if you played it more like the comic book one. Oh, uh, look how tiny Vegas is. There's only like a couple tall hotels. Isn't isn't Woody Harrelson in this movie? I know, 2012 you're this thinking seems, of, I think. I was going to say, this seems like a Woody Harrelson kind of film that he would just show up in. 2012 is the one where he goes a little kooky. No, I feel like the character you might be thinking of is like... Because Jack Black plays the brother, right? Jack Black, uh, not Jack Black, Jack Nicholson looks like uh, Nixon. In that mo in this movie. Oh, I'm sure that that's what they're doing. Oh man, things that don't exist anymore. Newspapers. Hey, they're still there. My brother works for one. They sort of exist. 
Michael J. Fox looks so, like, young here. Well, he still looks, like, he's forever young, like. Oh, no, I definitely think the lines are there more now, more than ever. Oh, that's, that guy's in every movie. He's in, like, half the James Bond movies. Is that Jack Black? I think so. Oh, Jack, Jack Black is the alt-right. Yeah, he's the... Yeah, and the dad is... He's like the shitty dad in everything, and then he's the CIA guy in all the... Um, Roger Moore Bond movies. What the hell is his name? Oh, yeah, that's Joe Don Baker. I'm a moron. So I wonder if Pierce Brosnan's like, hey, do you want to go do this movie with me that I'm doing with Tim Burton? Oh, this was right before uh, Jackie Brown came out. Yeah, before her resurgence. Yes. I don't know. This part feels very diehard with a vengeance to me. Isn't that Ray J? Or what's his name? Yeah, that the one with the jacket, the blue and yeah. yellow, is Ray J. A.K.A. Uh, Brandy's little brother, A.K.A. the guy that made Kim Kardashian famous. Wait, which one's Ray J? The one in the blue? The tall one. The older one. Yeah. yeah, Ray J. The only the reason why the Kardashians are a thing, it's all his fault. Yeah. His big IMD cred- IMDb credits are this, and he's in Steel. Ugh. I forgot he was in Steel. Okay. Yeah, he was like the quintessential '90s Jimmy Olsen. Like, yeah, Jimmy Olsen, little brother in black movies. I also enjoy Martin Short playing a piece of shit in this, too. I like that the one girl is wearing uh, Chun-Li bracelets. I need to figure out how old Jim Brown is during this movie. He is 60 in this movie. Really? Yeah. He looks like a Bond villain. Which is funny, because he's he's currently James Bond. I know, that's why I said it.
the pipe. This is... I feel like this is, like, very... Speaks to, like, the MTV was still a thing. Like, that kind of... I guess. I was gonna say, I think it's more like VH1. Yeah, this is like that, yeah, kind of the end of MTV being cool-ish. I don't know, man. Like, MTV was still pretty hot in 1997, 96. But that's what they're kind of biting off of here, right? Like, I feel like... Because this is before. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think it's MTV. I think it's just like, like a a celebrity talk show kind of like bent, which is like kind of always been a thing. Like a like a Kathy Lee uh, in what's his face. Oh, Kelly or uh, Regis and Ke- like Kathy Lee. Yeah, but like before that, because she hosts like a fashion show, which is like weird that like they have like. A, like a political science, like the the scientist <laughs> to the, the president on this fashion show. That's where I think it's more like it feels MTV to me, where like I could see them doing that, like as opposed to like a fashion show. That guy is in a ton of stuff. The yelling guy there. I love the noises they make. Yeah, yeah. See, I, what I do think is, I feel like Glenn Close is doing like a Hillary Clinton. Um, because they were that would be who the president is at the time. He's definitely doing more of a Nixon esque character. Yeah, I think I think I think they're just doing like classic interpretations of like mm-hmm. like a typical president, typical first lady. Like the only yeah. one who seems like kind of like out of place, like, within, like, the 50th century of this film is, like, the daughter. Yeah, because she's, very like, 90s. she feels very Tim Burton. Yeah. she. I mean, it's like, yeah, she's, uh, what's her face from Beetlejuice? Oh, Winona Ryder. Yeah, because yeah. everybody else is, like, yeah, like, the white coats for the scientists, the pipe, the news anchor, like, the southern, like, alt-right family. I like that Pierce Brosnan's giving the whole uh, classic 50s sci-fi for doctor mm-hmm. antagonist. Wait, like, and like how the, did they like, any of the kids? <laughs> because they don't. They're like just bullshitting. Yeah.
I also love how they have like the the overly angry general, like from that, and also the overly soft general. Yeah, Belly Portman is in every other <laughs> Tim Burton movie. And that guy's been in a million movies. Never seen him before. Oh, he's been in so many things. I can't. He always pays like a big meathead. How timely. Uh, if you want to know that big blonde guy, is he was in El Torino. He's one of the henchmen in Baby's Day Out. And he's also one of the dads in Little Giants. Huh. He's the dad of the giant angry kid. And he was also in McHale's Navy, the, the remake in the 90s. The comedy one? Yeah. With Tom Arnold. Okay. See, I remember Down Periscope more. Oh, with, uh, yeah. Kelsey Grammer. Excuse me. Yeah, they're very, very similar movies. Although. Oh, okay. Wow. I hate that word so much. Yeah. But that character would say that, and you hate him. Exactly. That's why. The old lady's like in a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah, she's an old actress. Yeah, is that Sylvia Sydney? Uh, she's in. She's the. Uh, she's in Beetlejuice as well. She's the one that's running the. She's the one that job runs thing. Yeah. Um, but she was also in like a ton of like '30s horror movies. Yeah, I think she was like a like a B movie star, basically. Okay. Of, like, from, like, the 30s to the 50s. I was gonna say, she sounds like a voice actress who does, like, a lot of, like, women in this kind of role. But, yeah, from what it looks like, this was her last role. Yeah, she did stuff for, like, the Fantasy Island TV show remake, and that's it. Who plays the brother again? That kid? Yeah. That is... Luke Lucas Haas. Oh shit, that's him. Okay. Yep.
I like that he found out that uh, Martians landed on Earth, and the first thing he did was buy a prostitute. Because I mean, like, yeah, because he's a Holly. Yeah, he's a Hollywood piece of shit. Or, I mean, a DC piece of shit. Hey, man, working women need to work too. In a, in a time of well, I mean, like alien the, invasions. The way he did it. Oh in, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> um. I would, like Jack Black is in so many weird, like early movies. Like I'm like, oh yeah, he was in Airborne and Demolition Man, which was two years before this. Um, I love that that guy just wants to fuck Martians. I didn't know he's in Biodome. Yeah, like, uh, it sounds like something he'd be in. Ugh. He's in the Cable Guy, which I feel like I remember yeah. him in that. And then he's in The Fan, which is a fantastic movie. Oh, I heard that's a good movie. The Wesley Snipes, Robert De Niro is an insane, like, sociopathic superfan. Tony Scott directed it. Yeah, it's like a super underrated, like, 90s, like, like, De Niro. Because I love De Niro thriller bad guy. Like, or as a thriller kind of character, and I feel like that's one of his first roles is that. Also has Jack Black in that movie. That's a good cat. It's a good pussy. <laughs> cat. I'm trying to remember, I think I saw this in theaters. I was three when this came out. Because that would have been like five? Or no, not five. Uh, this is what, five years after Rocketeer? Yes. So like nine? Yeah, I probably saw this. That was definitely like a big sci-fi... Why is he, like, giving him, like, the what are you doing when you're running in the middle of the fucking road? So, is he the owner of the casino? I think he's owner of a rival casino. He looks like he's playing a mix of Randy Savage, but in, like, the Florida Swamplands. <laughs> That's what he focused. <laughs> yeah. Well, like that was a really good scene by a guy who was a football player. I thought Jim Brown's not the worst actor. 
Oh, no. Like, he did, like, a ton of TV when he retired from football, like, and movies. Which I think the big thing you remember him from is probably a Running Man. He's the flamethrower guy. Oh, uh, okay. I'm looking right now, actually, what he's got. Yep, Running Man. Uh, uh, he's, I'm going to oh, get you, sucker. So, uh, any Given Sunday, Small Soldiers. Yeah. He was in the Dirty Dozen? He... Hmm. That was very Tim Burton-esque. I remember this, and this is, I think, maybe my favorite thing in the whole movie. What, the scene? If it's what I remember it with, with a dove. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just have to say, like, that's one, like, Tim Burton gets, like, his humor in these movies, like, this, like, time period of movies are great. Oh, uh, I was, like, trying to figure out, like, I'm like, what does he remind me of? It's like, oh, he's Colin Powell. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was like, hey, he's Colin Powell. But it's like the opposite. Instead of making him like the super conservative black general, he's like the kind of like uh, soft... Super liberal. Yeah. Which it was like hearing the Jim Brown a la stuff is like really interesting and kind of like it was already big, but like it's an interesting kind of take at the time. Uh, because he's Muhammad Ali. Yeah, I guess that's who he's supposed to be, but I don't think Muhammad Ali was broke like that. Not that this point I, in his life. No. I mean, like, I, I assume, like, a, a former heavyweight boxer finding, yeah. uh, finding Allah is like. George you know, Foreman. That would be, like, the best. That would be a more accurate description. It's like George Foreman. Without yeah, the, well, without the. The grills, he just, like, does showcases. Yeah, I would say he's, like, yeah, I think he's supposed to be more George... I don't even know. Like, yeah, but I guess he's, like, an amalgam of, like, old Black Boxer. We just call him Black Boxer. <laughs> <laughs> he's Balrog. Yeah, Balrog. Hey, I remember that character from Thor. Like, German scientist with gizmos. I like that the same type of character is also in Independence Day. Oh, the hippie character? Like or the, the scientist? No, the, the hippie character who's, like, uh, really excited for the alien. Oh, show. her friend. Yeah. I'm trying to see where Annette Benning was in her career. Oh, her hat looks like a saucer. So she had just done American President and Richard III before this. 
She says, like, Marge. Like, like, that's a funny bit of, like, uh, wardrobe there. GNN. So, I'm trying to think of if everyone's a ripoff of kind of a life character. Is Michael J. Fox like Matt Lauer? Matt Lauer, insert any pretty boy. Uh... He's a young Larry King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think insert of who were any like pretty the, boy reporter. Yeah, like the young pretty boy 90s reporters were. But yeah, like, this is kind of in the when Annette Bedding kind of mega blows up as like a big time actress. Because she does The Siege, which is like a really intense movie, especially before 9 11, about like terrorism in New York. And then she does American Beauty a year after that. Spinning boob. I love the simplistic design of the spaceships and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I know it's, like, it's all ripped off of, like, the 50s stuff, but, like, it's so perfect. I like how that also started, like, very intelligent and then turned into Dubcat. I also think it's, like, kind of funny, instead of filming what's happening, they're just filming her. Yeah. And the... I don't know if he knows, but, like, the army guy looked very dopey. Oh. This CGI stuff looks better than I thought it would for 96. Like for well, apparently, these were supposed to be practical effects for the aliens, but they were on budget constraints. There's no way to be to do this in eighty million dollars. They would have had to make like ten suits to do these scenes. What year did Independence Day come out? Same year. It may have been like the same year. It was literally the same year. I think it was in that... Oh, wait a minute. Let me see. I thought it was like the year after. No. Because this came out in December of 96. Independence Day. July. July. The July 4th weekend, 96. So this is kind of... It was in the works. But it works as a great satire of Independence Day. Uh, yeah, but Independence Day is a way better movie. Oh, well, yeah, because it's fun.
I'm trying to remember when we get the translator to actually work what that means. I was waiting for shit to start going to hell. Have you never seen this job? I have seen this. I just I know it's coming. I love the reaction on these things. They are a really fun design. And I love how analog that thing is. <laughs> uh, this bird looks terrible, but it's hilarious. Well, the bird's gone, so no more terrible bird. <laughs> it just murders everyone. Well, I do love how the people die, that they turn into red and green skeletons. Look, man, they really hate birds. I like how they have, like, proton packs. I, just, I, love, I love the whole... A, a single... One idiot with a dove is the reason why we're all dying on this, in this movie. Damn hippies. I'm trying to remember how Jack Black dies, and I feel like it's way funnier. It's it's like coming up. <laughs> Does it mean like ass fall out or something? Uh, it's he's Jack like, Black. Hit by a laser. He probably does some unintelligible noises and then he dies. He scats about the devil and then he like dies. Can you imagine being Jack Black before you got big and this is like one of your big things. There's only like five of them, and they just murder everyone. This is a fun action sequence, though. It really is, though. I'm having, yeah, having yeah. a good time with this. <laughs> I love like the bad skeletons, the red and green. Oh, they look great. They definitely they're, bought they're... those at like a store somewhere and just painted them. Oh, like what is that Halloween store? Spirit also, Halloween. Yeah, I also love this trope of like they're crawling to reach each other. 
fucking dog. Oh, I forgot that's what happened to Michael J. Fox. I remembered what happened to the other two. See, Annette Benning is a smart one. She stayed the hell away. It would have been better if they, like, as they were leaving, they just blow up, the, like, the landing area. Just with, like, a big laser beam. <laughs> I, I love that point. <laughs> oh, another new thing I enjoy doing is like, how many people are in the MCU? There's two of them in this scene alone. Oh, yeah, I forgot Glenn Close is in the MCU. Yeah, we got Thor there. Yeah, Thor, and she's the head of Nova. Shit, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I Which... totally forgot about that. Yeah, which they're probably all dead, but... I could see her coming back being the voice of uh, Nova Prime or whatever. In like, Guardians do... 3? Yeah, like if she's like... Um, like if she's the voice of the Nova Prime in Richard Rider's helmet. I could see that. Which is funny. Oh, Annette Benning too. Uh, she, oh, right. She's in Captain Marvel. Right. Let's see. Who else? I think that's it. Yeah, that's everybody. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, some of these... Well, Jack Nicholson's retired. I could see Pierce Brosnan or Martin Short... Or yeah, this uses his underwear. <laughs> he he's like wearing what the rest of us work that work at home do. It's just like walk around in pajamas. Yeah. But I love that they're showing this that they're just like dicking around with everything. <laughs> they're afraid of the lipstick. Oh, did you notice the one in the background with the cow? I love how weird their eye, like they they're looking off, like with their eyes. So, the implication is here that they took Sarah Jessica Parker and stripped her naked and put her in space underwear? Yes. (laughs) 
I feel like Jack Nicholson is having so much goddamn fun in this movie. Oh, absolutely. I, but I, I guess I feel that way about everybody. I think everybody knows what movie they're in. Pierce Brosnan definitely knows what movie he's in. Oh, yeah. He is playing up so hard, and it works so well. So this was the year before uh, As Good As It Gets for him. A oh, movie. Such a good movie. I've never seen it, but I always mean to. That's a really good movie. It, especially, like, it's kind of way ahead of its time in talking about, like, mental health issues. And they don't say it, but, like, I'm pretty sure the character um, is supposed to have Asperger's. All right, that's fucking cool. Because, like, they don't say it because I think it's way before maybe that became, like, a thing. But, like, it's all about his, like, social issues. He's super OCD. He can't, he doesn't like talking to people. He can't communicate. It's got, like, all those telltale things, but it's really well done. Um, and if you ever want to be, like, really sad, watch uh, Bucket List. I've seen Bucket List. All right, we lost connection there for a second, so we are restarting at 48 minutes and 12 seconds in three, two, one. I do have to say this movie kind of is chugging along pretty well. Pacing's really good. Yeah, that looks like a dildo. I did not notice that before. That is definitely a dildo. Oh, oh! It's like a tango. Yeah, there's a giant brain from future. Is that is that Pennywise in the background? Yes. Yes. I've yeah. never noticed that before in my entire life. Oh look, he wears a mask. Yeah, they all wear masks. These guys wear yeah. masks. Did Futurama steal the head in the jar from this? Yes. Oh, they pulled a full metal alchemist. Okay, this is funny. The uh, fact that they gave him a full funeral for a man who was in the service for all of seven days. hours. Seven who hours. Was like on TV surrendering. Like, I mean, like, hey, not to not to call out people who surrender. You you might as well. Yeah, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I'm just the who's the who's the mom. Kept his name Norris. Olan Jones is the actress. Okay. Uh, she's in Miss Pettigrew's Home for Peculiar Children, Edward Scissorhands. She's also in Community and The Truman Show. Hey, Cedric, you ready for your comeback? I feel like I've seen the younger brother in a bunch of stuff, too. Oh, I just made a Kim Kardashian joke, but it was very, very, very deep. I said comeback because he got come on the back. Uh-huh. Uh, the older brother... The yeah, older brother is Ray J. The younger brother um, is in a bunch of stuff in the 90s. Uh, 
waiting to exile. He basically plays like a kid in everything. He's in TMNT, the TV show. Um, he also plays 10-year-old Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Oh, he plays Michael Jordan's kid in Space Jam? No, he plays Michael Jordan as a kid in the beginning. Oh, I thought he played his like son in Space yeah. Jam. And weirdly, he's also in The Fan that we were talking about before. I think he plays Wesley Snipes' son. We're sorry for killing everyone. <laughs> this is also kind of a funny thing to be watching, like, right before a giant election. <laughs> like, with all this, like, goofy DC stuff. I, I think... I think, like, also, well, it's like, and then, like, the message of the movie is, like, it's like, oh, if we would have fought the invaders in the first place. Well, you say that, but then what no happens applause. later, it's, it means no difference. Yeah. No, no birds. birds. <laughs> but, like, that is DC, so I'm wondering how they film some of these shots. They do film in my area, like, a ton. Like, Wonder Woman filmed here, like, three years, like, oh my god, it's like two years ago at this point? The uh, they were, they were filming a HBO, like, detective show, like, down the road from my house, like, like two weeks ago. Which is interesting. Yeah, I it's, applied uh, to the open casting for Wonder Woman 84, but they were looking for specific types of people that I didn't fit yeah. into. Not not white is what you mean, or like yeah, no, they were yeah. not looking for not white. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Kate Winslet and Evan Peters were like down the road at my house, like by my house. Yeah, and but they shut down like the whole area. And it was annoying. Yeah, they filmed the mall that's in all the trailers for Wonder Woman is like down the street from me. It's a there is one store open in that mall, and it's like a Sears, like. Uh, like, tools. So, I, like, I remember not, like, not being, like, a huge fan of this movie, but I kind of like this movie so far. Oh, I think it's, it's very, I think it's very satirical, and I feel like if you're, like, a younger kid, you don't get the jokes of it all, and the references. Yeah, I think I saw this too young when I was a kid. Like, now I'm appreciating yeah. more as a grown man. Because I think you're supposed to, like, root for them just murdering these shitty people in hilarious ways. Because, like, every character, except for Natalie Portman and the kid and the grandma, are garbage. And you want them to get murdered. That looks um, like a thing of condoms. I was just going to say condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I cannot decide what Glenn Close. <laughs> 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 uh, I love how he's just like suckers. I again, I also think like for well, the like, time, like, for the like, time like, period we're in, this is very cathartic. <laughs> do you know? Do you know why? 
Do you know why they're not being attacked right now? Because he had protection. <laughs> Always wear a condom, kids. <laughs> she's uh, she's also like awesome in this movie. This movie, I'm really pretty sure, rough. like if that happened like today, no one would care and people would laugh. I was gonna say this movie, this movie feels weirdly relevant in 2020. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like this movie has like it's that scene is very cathartic. You think? Hey, it's a James Bond set. I was thinking Austin Powers. It's the same thing. Yeah. Someone is a very loud typer. I'm. Oh, that's sorry. That's me. <laughs> it's okay. I like the little wagging of the finger. <laughs> I appreciate that General Decker just wants to nuke him. I mean, I mean, they both kind of suck, but, like, the general super sucks. Oh, but I think that's the whole thing. It's a, I think the whole bit is that they all suck. That, like, no one is right. All, they're all shitty, and they don't know what they're doing. No, the whole point of the movie is, is, like, the aliens are right. They should just take them all out. Yeah, so that general's Rod's... Stinker, if that's okay. how you pronounce his name. Yeah. He's in everything. Uh, oh, I mean, sorry. So his big things is he's in, uh, his big movies are In the Heat of the Night, which is like a that, movie that won sorry, a shit ton of Oscars. Sorry, I remember that being a big trailer line. Oh, two branches of the government, and that ain't, that ain't half bad. Yeah. That's how it is now. <laughs> I do feel like this is kind of a goof on the speech in Independence Day. It definitely, again, this came out like what? uh, Six months later? Which had already been in the can. Yeah, so it can't be. It's just like, it's so... Unless they knew about it and they asked like, hey, what are you doing? Can we like make fun of this? Um, but the other movie that um, Rod Steger's in is In the Heat of the Night, On the Waterfront, and then the top other top ones are Duck You Sucker and Pawnbroker. That pained smile on his face. Ha <laughs> ha. 
this is like this like special effect with Pierce Brosnan and Sarah Jessica Parker is really well done. It, it still holds up for '96. Like it's been almost 20 years. Which I don't know how he's turning his head, but like it's or still hilarious. Years. I can't do math today. So what's actually funny is like the composite of Sarah Jessica, like her on the dog looks good, but then that model on the background is what looks bad. You know what I mean? I also like how it's dripping blood. I don't know if you guys can see that. His head. Yeah. So like he's this, this alive, bit. but we don't know how. It looks like very medieval, like crank on his neck. This whole. Bit I mean, like very... I don't know how. I don't know how Sarah Jessica Parker is still alive. Well, at least she has like a heart and blood. I love how she's like dancing like a doll. Like all of it is so ridiculous. This whole bit feels very Tim Burton. Oh, oh this this upcoming thing is all Tim Burton right here. This part I remember. This was like in the promos when I saw it, and as a kid, trailer yeah, on VHS. Oh man. I, who oh, is man. this actress? Wait, does that does that mean the the prostitutes were Chekhov's gun? Yeah, like, I guess the they're like the prostitutes got to come back at some point. Is this Christina Applegate? Because I've been waiting to see her in this movie. No, no that's not her. There's no way. Because she hasn't shown up yet, right? Not that I've seen, unless it's like a blink Who, and you like, miss it. Who just picks up chicks outside of the White House? Martin Short. Look, I live there. There's nothing there. Like, like I live in this area. There's literally nothing in this area. It's just government buildings. There's not a yeah. Starbucks within, like, 20 minutes. Like, you have to walk, like, 15, 20 minutes to get to, like, a store to buy food. Unless there's I, 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 worked at a, I worked at a convention once in D.C. And, like, our day off. I walked to uh, the Lincoln Memorial, like from like basically like that wall of like the World War II wall to the Lincoln Memorial. And by the time I got to Lincoln Memorial, like I was just like drenched in sweat. That place yeah. is so fucking hot. It's it's like it fits in the summer. There's literally no shade, and it's an open air mall. There's nothing there. And like yeah, one side is Lincoln Memorial. There's the Washington Monument. I'm trying to remember because the Capitol, I think, is trying to think. I think the Lincoln Memorial and the Capitol is behind that, and the White House is on the other side. Yeah, I uh, this oh this was, in, this was in 2018, so I did not go to the White House. Yes, that's Lisa Marie. Um, she's also, a singer, I'm assuming she's in Ed Wood. She's Vampira. She's in Sleepy Hollow. She's Lady Crane. So she's a Tim Burton regular we don't know much about. Uh, well, she looks like she was the model for the corpse ride. Because she has like the same face. I can see that. She might wait, be. Wait, so there's like this is like hidden fuck room in the White House with like fish and like naked people pictures. Yeah, I believe I, be, I believe that. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the John F. Kennedy room. Yeah. He'll blow your mind. 
Hey, yeah, this uh, is like her uh, biggest thing. Oh, thank you. So, okay, someone got that. Thank you. Someone yeah. got that. Well, Lincoln and JFK got their mind blown, so. Yeah, I think the only actor who ever had his uh, gone to uh, Wait, do you think it, that Martin Short took the prostitutes also back to this room in the White House? Yes. Oof, you can't do that in a post 9 11 world. Oh, in Sleepy Hollow, she is the, like, witchy woman. I think she might be the mom. The one that gets put into the um, Iron Maiden. Oh, and guess what she's also in? Planet what? of the Apes. I don't want to watch that movie for this. I just want to make that clear. Now. That movie, that movie is actually just super boring. Like, <laughs> oh, nothing happens. the The most interesting thing is the like the tease at the end. I was gonna say, I think the 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 most interesting thing about that is like watching the Rick Baker costumes for about five minutes, and then you're like, can't there be more to this? I think it's mostly like Tim Burton. I will not be horny for monkeys. Like, no matter how much you try to make me. Why wouldn't he have a panic button in the White House? Well... So is he dead? I like that her purse is a heart. It wasn't a heart, it was like a... It was like a uh, thing. It was like a... One of those dog toys, it looked like. Oh, I thought it was a heart-shaped purse. She's doing a really good job with her movements. I can see why Tim Burns really... No, it's a heart. Is it? Are you sure? I think so. Oh, is this a movie we should have said, oh, does the dog die in it? So is this alien not just... Oh, I think it's... Yeah, it's just the shape of the gun. No, no. the dog. No! Oh my god, what have we done? Oh, <laughs> I didn't remember that. That's a funny bit. I do actually really like what Glenn Close is doing in this movie. Oh, and yeah. I, I wonder how much of it is, like, Tim Burton, or is she just, like... I feel like this is a movie where it's like, all right, here's what you're playing. Go play by well, him. To be honest, at the same time, this was the same year as 
Cruella Deville. So she was just yeah. overacting the shit out of everything. But like that's what she was called to do. Exactly. How many Academy Award winners are in this film? A lot. Like half the cast. I mean, I mean, here's the thing: Glenn Close, she's like, she's Cruella Deville. She's in like Marvel movies. I think like, I think she knows like what kind of film she's in at any given time. Like, oh, that's I why she's think, so good. Yeah. Oh, I do think, like we said before, everyone in this movie knows the movie they're making. Like, what? I think, Pierce, like, I think <laughs> it also Brosnan. helps. Okay. Oh, so no, I was gonna say what Pierce Brosnan and Sergio Parker are doing in this bit is ridiculous, but so good. <laughs> what were we gonna say, Siler? Oh, I think it's just you know, it's like it also helps that Tim Burton also is like, you know, it's like I have a history for making these kind of films. This is the kind of movie that we're making. Like, er- is everyone here like game for it? This spits like very Flash Gordon-y to me with like the scientists. Oh yeah, it's it's like you know a nineteen fifties sixties. Yeah. Oh no, the Boy Scouts. Hey, excuse you. They're Weeblo Scouts. Let's get this right now. They're Cub Scouts. Judging by their uniforms. <laughs> He's trying to squish it <laughs> with them. Oh, I didn't remember that, and I was like, what's it doing? I'm like, oh, that's a fun bit. Sorry, as the Eagle Scout here, I'm going to correct on their uniforms and what it probably uh, is. Sorry, yeah. I only got to hey. Boy Scout. Yo, getting back to our conversation from last week, Mars Attacks, a film where animals and kids die. Well, we didn't see any kids die. We definitely saw a dog die. Uh, those kids were crushed by a giant phallus. <laughs> Just, like, murdered this woman in front of a group of children. I also think it's, like, kind of funny that how many days have passed since, like, the Martians attacked all of those soldiers and everyone's just kind of, like, busy. I, I did look so goofy, but I love how it died. <laughs> yeah. I love how they just forget about Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah. Chekhov's gun, the video game. <laughs> I have to say, these action scenes are, like, really fun. They are. I forgot about this bit, too, that the video game thing comes back with the kids. It's a literal Chekhov's gun. Yeah, like, it's literally... And they look like, they look like um, Splatoon guns. These kids are going to go save the world. Do you think they're going to...
<laughs> no! That was that was so hilarious that it was like such a bad dummy. Do you think like when those kids are killing those Martians, they're also going woomy? <laughs> Guys, the guy who made Kim Kardashian famous is saving the president of the United States. Or is going to rather. I love that those kids are saving. The, they're like, "Yo, like let's protect the president." I love how even they're like, "Like, what are you guys doing? Get him out!" Like, have that conversation, but like in the. In a world of a global pandemic. Yeah. Oh, this character, again, also very prescient, a casino owner who doesn't really believe in, like, the world ending and said wants to sell on it. Uh, man, you are right. <laughs> hey, and if you think about it, he's this character and the president... So it's kind of the same person. Wouldn't that be terrible if that happened? That is some fun miniature work there. Although yeah. I'm pretty sure most of these hotels don't exist anymore in real life. Because the aliens took them down. The best, the best cameo in the movie. Yeah. And the best song. Well, this has got it. French Prince, Fresh Prince has to be on TV at this point, right? Yes. Absolutely. This so this is why he's in this movie. I think Fresh Prince actually ended by this point. I think, like, also, it's like, no. hey, we're, we're doing, like, this, we're doing this huge set piece in Vegas. In Vegas? Who, who's, like, the stereotypical Vegas lounge act. Well, it's either, yeah, either you're going to get Tom Jones or Siegfried and Roy, but getting Tigers would be expensive. Yeah, this came out December of 96, and Fresh Prince ended May of 96. Wow! Yeah, man, like, Fresh Prince, like, went on air in, like, 1990, 1991. Uh, That's crazy. 1990s. I, I thought that show was on for more than six years. Also, they're supposed to do a reboot, a revival, or not revival, yeah, uh, a... Like a, a sequel uh, show. A reunion, and they're doing a dramatic version based off that short film that everyone's Yeah, saw. man, that dramatic short film was, like, really good. And, like, yeah. uh, and like, and I usually hate, like, oh, man, what if we take, like, a old property, but we make it dark? I kind of, like, hate that shit. But, like, that revival of uh, Bel Air looks kind of cool. Also, I'm pretty sure Tom Jones is like 60 in this. Which. <laughs> I think it's like if they were to make Mars Attacks today, this would just basically be like the Penn and Teller bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think it's going to be like Backstreet Boys because they have a residency or Gaga or something. 
It'd be David Blaine or something like that. Chris Angel. Oh, it would be Chris. Yeah. John, I'm trying to remember looked... if, if, if DeVito makes it through the whole film. Because he's also not. basically a cameo bit too, isn't he? I, I, I remember DeVito. He does not make it throughout this movie. Yeah. I remember Jim Brown beating the shit out of Martians. I'm, like, I'm sorry, spoilers, everyone, for watching this for the first time. What a weird thing to say, because Tom Jones is from, he's Welsh. Where the hell would, like, he fight in Wales? Yeah, and Tom Jones is 56 in this movie. And him and Jim Brown look better than everybody else. I mean, uh, Danny DeVito looks, well, the, Danny same DeVito, today, looks yes. the same today as he did then. Yes, Danny DeVito looks like Danny DeVito. I was actually going to look up Jack Nicholson and see how old he was. So Jack Nicholson, they're all the same age, basically. Jack Nicholson's in between Jim Brown and Tom Jones in this movie. <laughs> yeah, this movie is fun. It's a lot funner than I remember. I, I think like I think like also like watching this movie for the first time, I was just like, I'm like, why would they have this huge ensemble cast if they're just going to kill everyone when they like yeah the first couple of seconds of them being you know this is definitely like them. way ahead of its time I think oh, like yeah. it's it's structured like a horror movie and I think yeah. I like didn't think of it as a horror movie. Oh hey, because the French. But I I love how simple the designs are on them. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah. I appreciate that in two seconds since that call, they just took down the Eiffel Tower like immediately. Also, I love how the army's in Vegas, like like they would be in Vegas. Well, Area 51's not far off, so they probably hit there first. Yeah, uh, I guess. But there's literally, like, nothing in Vegas. Like, I know Conor McGraw's in Vegas, but, like, it's just the Strip. Yeah, thinking back, I feel like this is more of a goof on, like... Maybe like Jimmy Carter on him being so soft. Was Bill Clinton soft? It's been years, so I don't remember. No, he was not. Okay. No, all this stuff with like the first Iraq war was all Clinton. Okay. Like, it was like Clinton was still in there. He got out of it, but he was also in it.
I feel like if they were also doing a thing on Clinton, they wouldn't have needed the Martin Short character. They would have just done it with him. But what you're saying, John, like, or Siler before, I think this is where we get to see, like, the flip where they're now like, oh, there was no winning. So both sides were wrong. Mm-hmm. I like that they have rolly chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I like to just have like pretty much something from the Acme Corporation. You're right. That's very much what they are. <laughs> Man, I'm like surprised this didn't do as well. Like, it feels like a really great satire on like Independence Day. I think like when like Independence Day is like not only like one of the biggest films of the summer, but like one of the biggest movies of the year. It's like, why would I go see like another alien invasion movie? Yeah, not getting the of it. Then all honestly, like, like even even with me being like, oh, like this movie's better than I remembered. It's like I also had to say that, and then B, it's like I would still would kind of rather watch Independence Day. Well, yeah, they're very different movies, though. Like, this is a Oh, yeah, comedy. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I want to, like, I'm not saying I do not watch Independence Day when it's on TV during the summer. I mean, it's also a dark comedy. And, like, either, yeah. like, dark comedy or dark, and dark horror, you know, or, like, comedy horror. Yeah. I think like, I love this, this Godzilla like, bit I didn't remember. This is really funny. I was like, oh, they're cutting in, like, 50s stuff. It's like, no, the Martians are watching TV. Oof, the, the Dukes of Hazard ain't okay today. Oh, you know who was in Dukes of Hazard? Who was one of the stars of what show he was on later on in life? Whoa! Hey, Christina Applegate! Is this literally the only thing she's in in this? Yeah, I don't know why she was credited under main credits. What? Because this is definitely, like, well past uh, Married Witch Holder, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, like it's Grace the Hero. Okay, and oh, what a cool yeah. robot! This is like almost at the end of Married with Children, which Married with Children ended after Fresh Prince. Yeah. Also, Married with Children rules. <laughs> that show's so good. Like I, 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 and that's like even someone who has like tried rewatching it like recently, like, and I saw, like, a handful of episodes, and I'm like, man, show's so good. Oh, well, it's a, it's a family sitcom about white trash. Like, except that it's all funny, and it aged better than Roseanne, because... Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It, well, <laughs> it's like, Katie Siegel is, like, great, and Ed O'Neill is great, and Katie oh. Siegel, like, has, like, this great career, and Ed O'Neill has this great career after... Ed O'Neill, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. 
It is uh, weird that I, like he 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 did like one or two movies and then like just became like this king of like family sitcoms. Uh, hey man, Little Giants is good. I love Little Giants. I haven't seen that I movie. Actually, I actually have oh not seen God. that movie. I have not seen the movie in so long, and I've thought about rewatching it every so um, often. All right, if we wanted to do a sports month. For the at one point, like there's <laughs> definitely like three kids sport movies we the, could watch. The opposite of comics, but sure. Yeah, well, we could do like Little Giants. Uh, I think the Sandlot's too easy, but maybe you like, do, like the, you could do the NFL Marvel comics. Uh, we could do Mighty Ducks, and we could absolutely uh, watch. Th- that and there's like a ton of wrestling comics. Oh man, we could do a wrestling movie. Oh man! Oh, uh, King of the Ring. Oh, you could do uh, Rumble to Rumble. Oh, Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble. My mistake. Is that the one with David Arquette? That is the one yeah. With David Arquette. Okay, that was the one I was thinking of. When I was thinking King of the Ring. Or we could watch uh, one of the WWE movies, like No Holds Barred, The Marine, or the or Scooby Doo uh, meets John Cena. Or Space Jam. We also missed. Uh, That's too uh, easy. We also missed what's his name dying. Oh, Danny DeVito like exploding like a nuke. Yeah. Oh, I forgot he was. I forgot Ed O'Neill did the remake to Dragnet in the two thousands. Oh yeah, they also did a movie of that with Tom Hanks. Yeah, I don't think either were good. I haven't seen. I wanted to see the Tom Hanks movie. Oh, you know what? I forgot he was in. I forgot he was in Wayne's World, and he's awesome in Wayne's World. He's like the shop owner. Yeah. Where he does, like, the whole weird thing. Like, he's great in that. He, like, killed a man? Yeah. But uh, if we do, like, a sports thing, if we did, like, Mighty Ducks, we could also watch an episode of the TV show, which is about superheroes. Oh, my God. Oh, man, I watched that show. So did I. Yeah, the Mighty Ducks on uh, Disney+. Plus. I love how, like, sadistic and, like, weird the aliens are. Like, I love that they made the aliens, like, not just sadistic, but they're like... <laughs> oh my god, the aliens are Venom! <laughs> She's so good in this movie. I like how she's sad about it. <laughs> I'm honestly very surprised they killed Glenn Close in this movie. Like, with the movie, like, the way the movie has gone up to this point, like, other, I guess it's like, oh, hey, we have to kill someone for the present to be, like, super sad. I could have used more Glenn Close, that's all I'm saying. Well, I think it's also, like, her going with the general made her, like, the first target. Like, wanting him to nuke them earlier. It's just like, you can't kill off Jack Nicholson after her. <laughs> I like how he just goes pistols. 
What the fuck? Why aren't you shooting them? Because this is he needs to do his John Wayne speech. Yeah, he's got a <laughs> I do think this movie is like like they got great like we're saying everybody's having fun but like they also cast everybody perfectly alright so give me a second I'm gonna write all these ideas for the commentary stuff down in that google doc I love what that it cuts to the patriotic theme. Like, I love the, like, the Jack Nicholson gravitas to this, like, shitty character. I love the alien faces during this speech. Like what? No, they're just like they're like they're making it look like they're actually thinking about it. The animation on them is great. There's a uh, comic series that came out for this, like within like this year, I think. Is it IDW? I think so. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I think I know what this ends up being. Oh. <laughs> that's funny because it's kind of very jokery with the flag. Yeah. You gotta wonder though, like, who's their dead? You had to assume the designated survivor is probably dead now, right? Too. So who's oh, everybody's dead. Well, I think that's why at the end, when we get to it, it is who it is. 
But again, like these action set pieces are so fun for like this shitty movie. I know that Tom Jones is like a part of this now. Yeah, well, it's Tom Jones, Jim Brown playing a, playing a fake famous boxer, a waitress, and the trophy wife of a casino holder, of a casino owner. Yeah, what this movie, like, I've learned is, like, Jim Brown should have been in more movies. Oh, yeah. What a fucking cool character. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This must have been, like, the weirdest thing to film, because he's just punching nothing. He's just punching a tennis ball. I would, like... You would think he would just pick one up and just start swinging it around. He's like fighting children. It is literally, yeah. He's fighting a bunch of, like, nine-year-olds. Oh, I see Wait, dead. Is he dead? Jinx. Damn it. Oh, it's like hey. the ending of the mist where it's like. Oh, with the army? Where it's like, oh, if you just wait a little bit longer. (laughs) 
I do like that this is kind of like a goof on the world War of the Worlds ending. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like the same concept of like, oh, it just ends. And they were defeated by like the simplest thing. Oh, it's like yeah, it's like signs. Which I assume signs also got from War of the Worlds. Oh yeah. So do you think that's Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker's body? Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, like... I mean, like, do you think that she actually acted that part with the dog head? Probably a body double. So they killed two dogs in this movie, right? Uh, well. That chihuahua's not getting out of there. Peppy or whatever? No. Well, at least that uh, bird and that rat. That woodpecker. And that turtle lived. And that was a squirrel. Come on, John. Also, the, I don't think there's this many animals in the desert in Nevada. Connor can confirm. Connor no, they went to like Lake and Tahoe. And they, they have like this ferret? <laughs> I don't you even know. know if ferrets are from America. Tom Jones, nature's hero. So they built all these, like, well, like, six or seven of these, like, foam dummies to do this? I thought that was a kazoo. I was going to start laughing. I forgot like... about this bit, that it's a mariachi band <laughs> doing... It's like no one left in the army. <laughs> they just, just hired a mariachi band. It is, it is, again, super prescient that it's a mariachi band doing God Bless America. Oh, uh, because like the daughter is like really the only person like left. She's the she's the only person in, that's a government person that's alive. Wow, very Stranger Things. The two of the like the way they look, right? Well, because everyone in Stranger Things looks like it's the eighties. Yeah, well, I mean, like I think it's just like that. Natalie Portman, like, well, and she goes to play Padme, and what's her name that plays Eleven looks just like um, Carrie Fisher. So, like, there's very similar facial structures. That's why they had when Natalie Portman hosted SNL last. They had her as Eleven in Stranger Things in a pet skit. Oh, really? I did not know that. It's actually really funny because the majority of the joke is whoever plays Mike's just trying to kiss Eleven, and she's like, "No." <laughs> I'll send it to you, Lou.
Hey guys, we should all live in teepees. Imagine this kid runs for government. Do you have any plans? And he just turns out to be like the worst choice possible. Hey, he's the guy who said it's from the Martians. He could, he'd probably make it. <laughs> I like how their apartment is still like fine in DC, like in their like DC suburb. Well, that's what DC looks like. It's all destroyed. And there's a dead alien in their bed. <laughs> also, are all of these apartments just one box? Oh, yeah. He walked all the way from <laughs> Vegas. Walked. I never changed. He didn't change yeah, he his once. Well, that's his battle armor he's now. Determined. He, he fought determined. an army. You know what he reminds me of is um, John Amos in... Is it Beastmaster that he's in? It's like the same outfit. I need to see that movie. I know it's coming to Blu-ray soon. Uh, well, there's two of them. What the? Oh, wow. He just summons a falcon. And I love them. Well, Tom Jones is the Beastmaster. <laughs> what a weird shot of Tom Jones dancing with a, like, a falcon on his arm. And the woodpecker's dancing? <laughs> Alright, so that's a movie. What a movie. That was actually, like, way more fun than I thought it was going to be. That's what? actually at the top of my list so far. Like, yeah. right, it's, like, right next to Blade. It's, like, right there. I think for me, mine would go probably up there with, like, Flash Gordon and Mask of Zorro and Rocketeer. Oh, I forgot I, mixed, I missed those. I missed those three. Been out for a while, man. Uh, I put it above Flash Gordon. Also, John, I just saw your thing. How dare you? <laughs> I, I think I would rather watch this than Flash Gordon. Because um, this one was really fun to me. Like, this was a fun time. So was Flash Gordon, to me at least. Yeah, Flash Gordon's fun, but like, I think, because this is definitely an intentional comedy. Like, mm -hmm. So, like, I think that's where... Because oh, have we watched anything that's like an intentional comedy yet, besides this? No. Hornets, like, not really, right? Yeah, Batman, and, Batman and Robin. I, mm, Artemis Fowl. Just one big uh, joke. Mm, sky High? Bad joke. Uh, I would put Sky High. I mean, it's kind of also a kid's movie, but, like, this is not a kid's movie at all, so... I don't know. This is, like, very... Because it's a satire and a comedy on the genre... And it does such a good job at all that. I definitely think, like, I didn't remember this as fondly as I will now. Like, this is a much better movie in 2020 than it was in 1990s. I think, it's also, I think yeah, it's also the idea of, like, watching with people makes it better. Oh, it's definitely, like, this is, like, a great movie to watch with people. Because it's yeah, fucking is a ridiculous. lot better than John Carter. We'd still yeah, be watching it if it was John Carter. I'm happy we we watch this over John Carter, to be honest. Even though I still want to watch that movie. Nick. I, I I honestly think if we watch like never seeing John Carter, and it, it's maybe probably not as bad or as boring as I think in my head. 
Like, I don't think we would have had a, a really, like, as much material for that film as we did Mars Attacks. Oh, yeah. Also, like, like there are the times we are quiet in this movie is because it's like, oh, this is, like, a real fun scene watching, like, an actor have fun. Like, everyone, we talked about it a bunch, like, everyone's having a good time. Everything is fun in here. Like, nothing is, like, it, the one, like, the movie moves. Everyone's having a great time. Every, it's all playing on these tropes. Everyone knows what movie they're in. And it all works. Everyone kind of knows exactly what movie it is, and I think that helps. And it sucks that... I think you said it before earlier, Lou, like, this was way ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, this kind of movie would work... I, I don't know how well it would work, like, now, now, but, like... I think a couple of years, if there was more space between this and Independence Day, I think it would have worked better. Yeah. Like, I'm honestly, like, it makes me sad that uh, Tim Burton didn't do more of these kind of comedy-esque things. Well, because then he got too big for his britches, and he started making garbage. But, you know, I, I do think the good idea here is that really, this this is like, I think just a really clever setup of like, I know we're going into horror next, satire of horror and the whole sci-fi genres and comedy. I just think it's a good mix altogether. Yeah, and I think horror comedy is a very um, tricky thing. Uh, tricky, but like also uh, under uh, rated version of horror because I think like people, I think most people are fans of horror. Like, don't think you know, like, they want something that's true horror when it's like, hey, uh, I, I mean, like, I'm sorry, the best Texas Chainsaw Massacre film is Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which is the horror comedy. Yeah, and, because that movie's downright insane. And like, hey, like, the, you know, it's like some of the best horror films are comedies, like Evil Dead 2. Or even like Mars Attacks, um, I think it's like Army, a really Army, great horror Army film. of Darkness is a great movie, and no one can tell me otherwise. Yeah, Army of Darkness <laughs> is fucking great. God, there's so many and movies. Creep, and, creep, and Creep Show and Tales from the Crypt are also like great. Oh, horror have you ever seen Night of, Have you seen Night of the Creeps? Uh, I think I did. It's uh, yeah. written and directed by Fred Decker. Tom Atkins is in it. Oh my god, great! Well, that's that's I, kind of I the mean, idea like, of what we're doing in I the mean, next set is these like horror comedies. I mean, we even talked about it earlier. The Frighteners is a horror comedy. Dead yeah. Alive is a horror comedy, and those uh, are- Demon Demon Knight kind of horror, more horror, but it's a fun movie. And, I, and Shaun, I'm like, Shaun of the Dead's also a horror comedy. Yeah, and the remake one especially. And I hate to break break it to you again, Hobbit fans, but like. Dead Alive and The Frighteners are are better movies than The Lord of the Rings. So I have sorry seen, to break it to you. I have now Peter Jackson's work pre Frighteners, but that's because it's hard for me to find. But I know he's working on 4K like restorations, so I'm waiting for those to come out. Uh, I, yeah, like, like Dead Alive it. is crazy. Frighteners, like I forgot about that movie, and that has a really fun cast and Michael J. Fox, like. In a movie that like he should have been able to keep doing if he did not like get Parkinson's. Uh yeah, the Frighteners is great, man. Like I I I, I think the Frighteners is super fun. 
like has like a, a really cool story and action and like comedy and yeah and like the cast is super great yeah i'm like looking it up right now like cast is like um wow wow this like, is like like you know, like, jake, like jake Busey is like the main villain of the movie and he's great sort of even like he's arlie ermy's in it um it's like a bunch like there's a lot of like people who are like oh it's 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 another movie where it's just like all great character actors are in it yeah jeffrey combs is like really good in that movie But yeah, like that's kind of what we're doing, like for this set, which I think Mars Attacks is like a perfect bridge movie because it's a pulp movie, but it's also like a horror comedy. And because the I, the other ones were that we were possibly thinking of, it's Vampire in Brooklyn, which is um, Eddie Murphy as as a is it Blackula? Yeah, as a Blackula. Oh, uh, oh, speaking of uh, Vampire in Brooklyn, Netflix put out a, a movie just like that. It's, uh, or is no, it that's Vampires? Why, yeah, Vampires oh. Attack the Bronx. Yeah, that's yeah, why I, like, I brought it up last episode. I was like, oh, yeah, it's like Eddie Murphy and Angela Bassett in a, like, comedy horror movie directed by Wes Craven. There was a, uh, another movie, uh, was it Tales from the Hood, with Snoop Dogg as, like, a, as a specter? That was a, that was a good one. That's Bones, I think, is one, too, is what you're talking about. Yeah. But uh no Tales from the Hood is something though. Speaking of the Frighteners, apparently according to Jake Busey, there's a five hour version of that movie. Holy shit. That could actually make sense. Because I feel like when you watch that movie, there's a lot of connective tissue that's like doesn't exist, but could. Yeah, Tales from the Hood is a nineteen ninety-five crime drama horror starring Uh, oh, Bones was yeah. You're right. Bones was the one. Yeah, that I was a bunch about. of people: Wings Hauser, David Allen Greer. Uh, I think it's like a straight horror movie, but like it's a black, like it's a black cast horror movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's basically a film that's like an anthology horror set around. It's Tales from the Crypt, Crypt, but with black people. Yeah. Speaking of Tales from the Crypt, I'm still requesting we do Demon Knight because that is like one of the most fun horror movies I've ever seen. Yeah, and I don't think I've it's ever also seen also Bordello Demon of Blood. Bordello of Blood is fine-ish. I haven't seen it in a very long time, but I remember not being... Oh shit, Billy Zane is in this? In Demon uh, Knight? Yeah. And William Sadler? Bordello of Bordello of Blood is good. It's nowhere near as fun as Demon Knight, though. That's true. Thomas Hayden Church is in this in Demon oh, yeah. Knight. I think I may have seen Demon Knight like once, like a million years ago. Billy Zane is the best part of that movie. Is Jada Pinkett in this? Yes, that was like one of her big roles. Oh man, this looks so nineties. I love it. Um, it is so fucking good. That's the year before this movie we just just watched. Because um, the only movie besides Vampire Brooklyn that I was pushing for was Gremlins Two. I don't know. I feel uh, like between uh, I feel like between Frighteners now and, and Night. If it, was bet- if it was between two out of the three, Demon Knight, Gremlins Two, and Frighteners, 
I definitely want to watch Frighteners. I definitely want to watch Frighteners, and I definitely want to watch Demon Knight. Those are my two picks, besides Vampire in Brooklyn. Uh, I would aim I, towards the Frighteners, since I haven't seen it in, like, ten years. I, I, would, all, I, I'm, I would also say Demon Knights and the Frighteners, because I also would not categorize uh, the Gremlins, Gremlins 2 as a horror film. I, I think that no. like I think that is like, like a straight up comedy. Well, it's a spoof on it's it's a movie spoofing the knockoffs of the first movie. Sure, but I think Gremlins yeah. is more of a Oh, Gremlins uh, is a horror comedy. The first it's a one. Horror Christmas comedy. Yes. The second one is a comedy satire of the genre. Yeah. Gremlins 2 never screamed more like, yeah, it's satire of the genre, but I, I don't know. I feel like... If oh, we, you know what we could save Gremlins 2 for? Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Let's save it for Christmas. We could do a Chris, Chris, rant, like unlikely Christmas movies. Mask of the Phantasm. Gremlins 2. <laughs> Is Gremlins 2 even a, a horror film? Or a Christmas film? Yeah, it takes place during Christmas. She's in a Christmas costume. The girlfriend, uh, Phoebe Cates, is the entire movie. Okay, because I know the, the the first Christmas movie is totally a Christmas movie. Yeah, because his friend, like his neighbors, show up for like Christmas, don't they? You could, you could do also Krampus, which is a fun one. That is a horror film. Krampus is good. I mean, like, hey, uh, that's like a couple months away. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a puppet so master. That, those are my votes. My votes that's are another... Demon Knight, Frighteners, and Vampire in Brooklyn. Those are me. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll I'll choose the Frighteners. All right, so we just have to decide what's next. Um, I feel like I'm leaning Frighteners since we had Michael J. Fox in this movie. That's fine. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I feel like I want to end on Vampire in Brooklyn. Because I feel like I have not seen that movie in 20 years. I've never like, seen it. It's a Wes Craven... Like, it's insane. Like, it's like Wes Craven directing an Eddie Murphy starring written movie, like horror comedy, where Eddie Murphy's like the straight man in the movie. Okay, that's funny. Yeah. And Eddie, and, Murphy, and Eddie Murphy's also Dracula. Yeah, he's but he's a European vampire who's also black somehow. And I don't remember how they explain it. So I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be European. It's it's just like it's an insane movie. And I think it's super underrated in like the insanity of Wes Craven movies, especially since he's like somebody who dipped his toe a lot in comic stuff. Like it's very um like I feel like it's the entire character that they do in the Venture Brothers is Vampire Brooklyn. Like, but it's, uh, but he's Jeff- played. Jefferson Jeff- Midnight. Yeah. Jefferson Twilight. Jefferson Jeff- Twilight. Such a great character. <laughs> I'm uh, sad. Yeah, I'm so upset the, that they canceled that. And the uh, movie he made like a year before doing Scream. Yeah. Which is a horror comedy. Well, we'll definitely decide Scream? on all that for next uh, time. Yeah, uh, Scream. I wouldn't call Scream a horror comedy. I think I think Scream's Scream is a horror is... satire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's definitely a satire. Like, it is a hundred percent making like cracking on the genre. Um, all right, so I guess that kind of closes out. Quick round of plugs. 
I'm good. Uh, you can find me at John J O H N underscore F N underscore Siler S E I L E R on Twitter, uh, where you can see my funny memes about Mars attacks, uh, stuff that we're releasing for work, and also, hey, uh, it's October. A lot of states are starting to have it to a point where uh, last days you can register to vote are coming up. Hey, maybe go check and see if you're registered to vote. If you're not, go sign up. But hey, go out and vote. Yep, I voted already. I dropped my stuff off, and I got the digital tracking, so it all got picked up. Um, so yeah, that's a great message. Yep, follow us and all the stuff. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and please tell a friend. And thank you for watching uh, a very fun movie with us. Yes, um, and also, don't forget, young underscore Kami. You can find that handle, send all your Monster Hunter movie love to oh. him. You know what you should send him? Send him just screenshots of Sarah Jessica Parker's head on a dog body. While also Mila, <laughs> Jovovich, while also Mila Jovovich shooting up monsters. Mm. Alright, we will catch you guys next time when we watch Peter Jackson's Frighteners. Adios. Uh, have a spooky good time. It happens all the time. I think love will never do what you want it to. Why can't this crazy love be mine? Jesus Christ!